Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to episode 30 of Retro Hangover. Internet, we are coming to you nice and loud over the streaming service of your choice or the internet or whatever you're doing. So, today, we are devoutly divining dreams, dropping darkness in the distance, hearkening, harrowing heroic heartlessness, knowledgeable nubile neurotic nobodies. This is Birth by Alliteration on episode 94 Beers over Pi, Final Mix, Prologue, Organization, Red 13. And I'm your co-host, Chris Copleen, introducing your host, Shane Soroxa Ventra Norsum of the Light, Koksky. Uh, uh, I am the master of masters. Yes, but you're also like two other, three other people. And Listen, man, at the end of the day, everybody is Xehanort, okay? And that includes me. To be fair, I'm actually surprised now that you put that name in, in the intro that I haven't been the complete, like, weeb that I should be and try to figure out uh, what my what my nobody name would be with an X in it. I, you know, sometimes it doesn't work for everybody because I tried doing that. I realized when your name has one vowel in it, it doesn't work out too well. Nah, I but- mean, that never stopped Nomura. Nothing stops Nomura, and we'll be getting to that because this is a very special episode. This is episode 30, and it is total teaser from last week. But I, before we get to that, I, I think you have a, an important and important introduction to make, Shane. I'll let you do the uh, honors of this one. Yeah, sure. So uh, today is a special episode for a couple of reasons. Not only is it episode 30, which I suppose is in and of itself a milestone, but... Fives and uh, zeros. (laughs) That's right. And also even numbers. It's the same rules that apply to TV volume. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But uh, no, we do have a special guest on the show today. It's the first time that we have a guest, as a matter of fact. Uh, is my, my partner, my better half, uh, Brianna Wilson. So say, Hey, Brianna. Hey guys. Ooh, I'm the better half. That's exciting. I thought I was just half. It's not very difficult <laughs> to be a better half. <laughs> I see how this is going to go. <laughs> go team. Yeah. Yay. I mean, <laughs> you, you invited it. You invited it. So. I did. Well, I mean, I, I'm a kingdom hearts fan, so I'm already a masochist. That is true. That is true. I mean, I'm not trying to get ahead of things, but I'm just thinking of uh, the Riku darkness battle in the first one. Oh, you mean where I almost completely destroyed a controller? Mm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I heard curse words. I heard a uh, flamboyant speech for, um, I would say, in a couple of hours on that one. It was, that was brutal. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, everybody. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of which, I guess today in this triumvirate, you are Donald Chain. Fucking he- all right, I'm done. Thank you, everybody. This has been great. Wait, does that make me goofy? Are you Sora? No, you're 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 a guest in our world, so that would make you Sora, Brianna. Ah, oh, sweet. I get spiky okay. hair. To be fair, I just I would like to know why am I Donald? Because you're angry. That is a very fair point. Plus, all right, I'm pretty Touché. sure Chris has got the more like tall and lanky thing and. I'm sure he can look a lot more awkward than you, so that that would definitely fall into Goofy. Chris is shorter than I am. (laughs) I'm definitely not lanky. (laughs) 
I'm trying here, guys. I'm Everything trying. about this is wrong. <laughs> he would look good with the shield. That 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 I'll take. I will take that one. <laughs> well, fine. Then that just means I won't heal either one of you fuckers. So there. You, no, oh, Donald so normally you'll actually does be it like anyway. Donald. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna be put into that pigeonhole, then I'm gonna play the role appropriately. I'm just gonna uh. cast Thundara at like random stuff and be completely <laughs> useless. Just don't die a third of the way through this podcast, okay? Yeah. I, I make no promises. Damn you, Donald, letting us down again. <laughs> okay, so if you haven't guessed, today's episode is going to be about Kingdom Hearts, which uh, Shane very, very eloquently, uh, I would say, hinted at last week, if he didn't do it with uh, Sledgehammer, with his very <laughs> uh, descriptive and eloquent reading of his ranks of the Kingdom Hearts series, which, by the way, Shane, I think that's the first episode I've listened to the entirety which is weird, but um, I thought it was a very good episode. Oh, well, thank you. I yes. mean, that's just because it's the only episode where you didn't have to hear yourself talk, so, you know. Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All, all that's episodes probably... are, yes. Go ahead, Rihanna, uh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, that's probably why you listen to it the entirety, because it's like, oh, this is all new information. I wasn't I wasn't there for this one. Yeah, Yeah. it's not like he has to go and sit down and listen to it, like, at least twice to edit it or, or anything. Yeah. I don't know anybody who does that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but Chris is right. Uh, we are talking about uh, Kingdom Hearts this this time around. But before we get to that, and we you know jump into the the brief history and you know the the usual spiel that we like to do, um, why don't we uh, talk a little bit about what we've been up to? So uh, so Chris, since you were out uh, last time around, what have you been up to? What's been keeping you away from being your usual hermit self? Um. Well, I mean, I was still my hermit self. It was just in another country. So, uh, excellent. Yes. You're like a hermit crab then. Yes. Yes. That, that flies in airplanes. Uh, so I went to Cuba, uh, just for business. I was there for a week and I didn't have my mic with me. The internet was pretty good, but I didn't have my, uh, a microphone. I didn't really have enough room for it to pack. So in, in lieu of not having the sound quality of my laptop be absolute and utter shit, uh, we elected to let Shane give his professional and amazing rankings of the Kingdom Hearts series. And it, it turned out quite well, I think. So it was. I and, by, and by we, he means I, I, he suggested that he record from there with his garbage mic, and I refused because I didn't want to have to edit something that sounded like it was recorded through a tin can. Yeah, fucking Donald. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we. <laughs> Again, fucking Donald. Um, That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but in terms of games I've been playing uh, recently, uh, I, I booted up Final Fantasy VII for my PC. Uh, and made it about 15 minutes into the game. And I've been. That seems appropriate. Yeah. I've been playing Kingdom Hearts for this episode, but I haven't been able to. I've been. I played about 20 minutes, uh, in the past two weeks, uh, before I got a phone call, uh, because someone was having a Super Bowl party. So I was like, well, let's go play Super Bowl. And then the other video game I've been playing is Revenge of the College. Uh, how do you play Super Bowl? I, I, oh, play, I, did With I say money? Did I play Super Bowl? I said you, you said Super you play Super Bowl, and I'm like, that's that's really impressive. I didn't see you out there, but that's, that's well. Good. When, when, when the Patriots are involved, everyone's playing Super Bowl because we're all being played for fools. And <laughs> um, the other one is uh, uh, yeah, Revenge of College Final Mix, uh, where all I do is I, I I do research and read boring things to make boring things. And get evaluated on it, and hopefully that will make worthwhile things 
However, it's a political science major, so I very much doubt it. How about you, Shane? Uh, well, I mean, outside of the usual, you know, uh, mobile games and, and stuff like that, um, I actually, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, uh, but uh, guess who finally got around to getting a PS4? I, well, since I already have one and you two live together, I would guess it would be you. Your deductive reasoning is impeccable. But yeah. yes, yes. So I finally caught up with the uh, current gen. Um, I was the thanks. one who gave it to him. So, you know, calm down. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a good birthday gift. So I got that and uh, immediately installed Bloodborne because I'm a huge Dark Souls fan and I was finally waiting to get around to play Bloodborne. So I've been uh, enjoying that. And of course, uh, Kingdom Hearts three. So uh, that one's going a little bit slower because I'm, I'm purposefully kind of playing that one when we're both available because uh, Brianna likes to watch for the <clears throat> plot. <laughs> so, yeah, um, as no one out here knows me. Um, I'm more of the observer when it comes to the uh, the video game world as far as console gaming. So I do a lot of uh, of mobile and a, a few one a few ones on like computers or old school consoles. But for the uh, the newer stuff, I I enjoy just watching and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Mm. And um, so far in Kingdom Hearts three, I have found out very little. But um, <laughs> It's been it's been it's been interesting to watch it, especially with some of the uh, some of the lands that we've been going to that have been completely different. Uh, specifically, well, let, uh, well, well, I mean, let's not do too many spoilers now. Uh, okay, right. started playing it. Well, was, you leave the Colosseum, you see more from Hercules, and that was exciting for me. Yeah, I almost flipped my shit when the first like thing, and this isn't a spoiler, but when the first thing that you go to when you get introduced into the game is uh, Hercules' world, and I was like, I swear, if I'm just immediately going back to the Colosseum, Nomura is going to get a strongly worded letter. Mm. But luckily that didn't happen, so, no. so, so it was all right. Yeah. So, it, was, so I, it was pretty cool to see more of that world. So, so a couple questions for you. One, sure. why didn't you ask me to just borrow Bloodborne? Because I haven't played that game in forever. You could have borrowed it. Uh, because I'm impatient and I and I wanted to play it. That's why. I don't know. Fair enough. And we dis- we discussed this right before we we started recording. Uh, you're both hermits, and that would have required him to have left his house or you to have left your house, and that just doesn't sound feasible. To be fair, I'll leave my house to go to another house. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, the so, hermit crab. I forgot about that. Yes, I'm a hermit crab, not a straight up hermit. Uh, the second cl- question, did you get the special edition Kingdom Hearts PS4? Uh, I did not, because oh, okay. that was more expensive and harder to find. Was it a PS4 Pro? Uh, no, actually, and and that was on purpose, actually, because when I was looking into that, I realized that unless I had a 4K TV, that the PS4 Pro was actually mostly just kind of kind of be wasted on me anyway. So to save the money and just have a base model, I mean, it works just fine. Yeah, it's, it's way cheaper. Yeah, so being, I got a slim instead. But that being said, despite it being a normal PS4 or PS4 slim, it did come with something Kingdom Heartsy that you could uh, decorate it with. Uh, yes, it, it came with some uh, some eBay decals that I have yet to put on there. I mean, you could always <laughs> decorate your PS4 with a keyblade. I mean, I I could because we do have keyblades, but. They seem like they're a bit larger than. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't think the size than is the, the PS4. Yeah. If you hit it enough times, you could say decorated by Keyblade. <laughs> we also probably wouldn't have a working PS4 then. Um, 
So similar to Shane, I have been watching Kingdom Hearts 3, as you guys heard. Um, I am still playing Final Fantasy 7. Um, Signed 100% that. Uh, it's something I picked back up not too long ago. And that's the one that I'm watching because I refuse to play that game. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, mobile stuff, the big one being uh, Kingdom Hearts, Union Cross. I don't know if, I, th I believe Shane's talked about this before on, on the show and everything, but that's one that we've been playing for about three years now. It started out okay, and it's uh, we're just kind of sticking with it, I think, at this point. Um, is it Union Cross, Union Key, Union X? It's, so it's it's Union Cross now. It used to be Key, but they changed the name. Yeah, it, it's still the same symbol though. I mean, it's it's a it's a giant X, and it just whatever you want to pronounce it as, kind of a thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the, that's the big one. And then because I'm a board game fanatic, I have uh, a bunch of game uh, board games that I've been playing kind of digitally lately, like Pandemic and. Um, Mm, what's the other one? What's the one with the gems I was playing? The uh, Splendor. Splendor. Yeah. Mm. You said gems and I almost thought you were going to say Candy Crush. That's gonna be no, no. God, no. God, no. No, no, no. No, Splendor. I've been trying to... Uh, the digital copy, they've got a bunch of little campaigns that you can go through and try to try to 100% those. And there's a bunch of little, little missions. So it's been interesting. All right. So as you have heard already from our conversation, we have moved on to our main topic which is going to be talking about Kingdom Hearts. And it will be presented by Shane. I wish it was Brianna, but, you know, Shane has to hog the glory <laughs> here. So, Shane, please take it away and give us the brief history of Kingdom Hearts. If you were to have asked any Disney or Final Fantasy fan in the late 90s if they thought a game could ever come to pass that combined beloved characters from both franchises into an epic hero's journey of hack-and-slash RPG action, chances are fairly good you'd have gotten a resounding never in response. Little did they know that a chance meeting between a game producer and a corporate executive would bring the world that very thing. Initially, the core concept of Kingdom Hearts came from a discussion about Super Mario 64. Square employees Shinji Hashimoto and Hironobu Sakaguchi, by the way, if that second name sounds familiar, it's because he's the man who created Final Fantasy, were planning on creating a game similar to Mario 64, in that it would incorporate unrestricted three-dimensional movement, but were lamenting the fact that only characters as recognizable as those in Disney's roster could hope to rival a major Mario title. Overhearing this commiseration amongst colleagues, Tetsuya Nomura volunteered to lead the project. They agreed. At this time, Square and Disney shared an office building in Japan. It was due to this serendipitous circumstance that Hashimoto happened upon a Disney executive in an elevator, to whom he pitched their game concept. Disney was interested, but were initially very adamant on having the main protagonist be an existing Disney character an idea that Nomura shot down several times. Finally, Nomura was given the go-ahead to pursue his own concept, featuring a wholly original character as the primary hero. Development of Kingdom Hearts began in earnest during February of 2000, with a team of over 100 members from both Square and Disney Interactive. Initially, 
the focus was more on gameplay, complemented by a relatively simple story to appeal to Disney's target demographic. This course was altered, however, when Sakaguchi, acting as executive director on the project, told Nomura that the game would fail if it didn't measure up to the Final Fantasy series. In response, Nomura began developing the story further, which I suppose at least now we know who to blame for where the series' plot has ended up. Because Final Fantasy is balls-ass crazy. <laughs> Truth. When it came to deciding which Disney worlds to include in the game, Nomura and company tried to choose those that had both distinctively different looks and interesting characters. Luckily, the team had the full support of then-president and current chairman of Disney, Bob Eager. As a result, they had nearly complete freedom to use any existing Disney franchises. The game's title, in fact, was directly inspired by Disney's theme parks, specifically the Animal Kingdom, which opened around the time the game's development began. Nomura wanted to call the game simply Kingdom, but was unable to secure the necessary copyright. When the game was further along in development, the team began considering including Hearts as a core plot device, which led them to combine the two to form the title as we know it today. Despite the level of freedom granted to the development team, they wished to remain as faithful to Disney's source material as possible. To this end, they not only ensured that the Disney characters they chose remained within the bounds set by their pre-existing lore, they also brought in as many of the original voice actors as possible. Where this was not feasible, they leveraged the talents behind related TV series or direct-to-video sequels. Uh, Dan Castellaneta as the genie, rather than Robin Williams, for example. As for the original characters, several notable actors were cast, including Haley Joel Osment as Sora, David Gallagher as Riku, and Hayden Panettiere as Kairi. The game also features several arranged melodies derived from the scores of the relevant Disney films, along with many original pieces written by Yoko Shimomura, known for her work on titles such as Street Fighter II, Super Mario RPG, Parasite Eve, and Legend of Mana. Kingdom Hearts was first announced at E3 in May of 2001, with a playable demo available at the Tokyo Game Show that same year. Square launched an official website in April of 2002, featuring trailers and a get-your-name-in-the-game sweepstakes promotion. The game would be released in North America to critical acclaim on September 17, 2002, winning several industry and media awards shortly thereafter. Within the first two months of post-release, Kingdom Hearts was one of the top three highest-selling video games, with no sign of slowing down. By December of 2006, the game had shipped over 5.6 million copies worldwide. What began as a simple, yet bold, concept has now gone on to produce a total of 12 titles, spanning multiple platforms, and a slew of accompanying media, soundtracks, manga, novels, figurines, and other merchandise. And that is your history of Kingdom Hearts. All right, excellent summarization there, Shane. Mm -hmm. uh, some of these things uh, I was picking up through you were talking about, uh, yeah, I, I found interesting, especially when you know he was talking about they needed to make it more interesting, and that's where the plot went crazy. And for people who don't understand. The Final Fantasy plots, specifically like Final Fantasy One, make absolutely no sense and are completely convoluted. <laughs> so when when you when you said Sakaguchi is the 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 fault for this plot, Nomura was like, "Yeah, I'll make it just like the original Final Fantasy with completely nonsensical time travel, and we'll go with that." 
And now I mean, we are where I mean, we are. I mean, as I say, luckily, you know, time travel wasn't included until far later in the series. But Yeah, know. I'll actually say that the, the first game, that the, the storyline isn't that convoluted. It's not that bad. It's as soon as we get past the first game that it's like, wait, everything's having some contradictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and see, the thing, too, is... So, it, it, I, I assume that you are going to point that out, actually, because... I mean, as much of a meme as it is nowadays that, you know, Kingdom Hearts is probably one of the most convoluted plot lines in all of video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did really start out as what one might say, simple and clean. But, oh, uh, you know, it, it, we can actually trace it back to Sakaguchi. And, and that makes total sense to me, too, you know, because, as you were saying, you know, uh, from the Final Fantasy perspective, I think a lot of what turned into the main sort of through line in the games as far as like Xehanort and all of that crazy bullshit um, was not even necessarily the intention from the beginning. I think it really was just like a, Hey, it'd be really cool if we had like these final fantasy characters and these Disney characters and they were like doing shit together, which and that was like the really basic happen. premise. Uh, well, so since we're, I mean, we're talking about the first game today specifically, and and to yeah. be fair, that's the one where that happens the most, I think. And then it kind of, King, uh, not Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy is kind of slowly extracted from the series over time to the point where now that we're at Kingdom Hearts 3, um, of course, I haven't played through the whole thing, but I'm kind of getting the sense that... Um, there's really not a whole lot of actual Final Fantasy left in there. It's it's mostly just a bunch wow. of the original characters and then Disney. Yeah, apparently it seems that the only Final Fantasy that we're really getting would be like in uh, Traverse Town, um, the kind of like hub towns that you go between to get to all the other Disney worlds. But Max, maybe maybe five, five or ten ma- ma- Max characters while there's easily... 20 to 30 characters from Disney and there. And I will say... And then all the other Xehanorts. Yes. Yes. Xehanort and Terrorist. Whatever. Yeah. Again, that's past this first one. That's not... That's after we get through the first one. Of course. And I will say, I mean, going back to the first one, yes, it is very much... I mean, I have more limited experience with Kingdom Hearts overall than Shane did. I could not do a top 500 of all my kingdom hearts favorite games uh but what i can <laughs> say future episode <laughs> yes um what i can say is there is quite a bit of final fantasy in kingdom hearts it's not like when people said the super mario rpg was final fantasy and super mario and there's no final fantasy in the super mario rpg uh mm-hmm. this one even though it is a complete masturbatory tribute to tetsuya nomura and his contributions to Final Fantasy, which are included, at least you get Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 10, which mm-hmm. are represented in this game. Okay, so I don't want to, like, throw things too far off the rails, but does anybody have any idea why Squall is referred to as Leon in Kingdom Hearts? Is there a reason for that? Do we know? Because his last Neither. name is Le- uh, Leonhardt. Uh-huh. Okay. Really? I feel like this is this is gonna have to require. <laughs> oh, well, I thought his last. It's Leonhart. Are you just bullshitting me? Yeah, I think it's he's either, bullshitting us. It's either Leonhart or Lionheart. Lionheart makes I, sense. I, Leonhart does not. Lionheart. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to give some justification. I don't know why he's Leon. Maybe because uh, Tetsuya Nomura wanted to give a shout out to Shinji Mikami, uh, who made Goof Troop. 
I mean, I would shout out Goof Troop. I, I guess that's a way to do it. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, Japanese people are weird. Um, <laughs> might have been a translation issue. In, in Japanese, it's Leon, but in, in English, it's Lion. I just, they didn't quite understand. Yeah. Rion. Or, Beautiful. you know, it just follows along with the rest of the series and that there's no rhyme or reason. But hey, you know, that makes yeah, sense whichever. Too. Or Eris isn't dead. I'll be honest, that made me incredibly happy. Um, as somebody who loves Final Fantasy VII, uh, the first time I played, I actually stopped when my brother was playing ahead of me. And when I found out that Eris was going to die, I was like, and I'm done. Like, I just stopped playing right there for, for years until I finally picked it back up. She, yeah, she doesn't die if you don't actually play that part, right? That, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. She will live well, on forever in my mind. Think of it this uh, way. When when Cloud drowned her because she, she wasn't dead. So when Cloud tried to drown her and she fell into the water, what really happened is she, she fell into the gummy ship in the water and was transported mm-hmm, yeah. to Traverse Town. That's exactly right. That's exactly. Yeah. That's what I always thought, honestly. So that's... Yeah. Uh, it's good to know that my, my dreams are confirmed. Deep yes. uh, Kingdom Hearts conspiracy theories. Check out our new channel on YouTube. Like, <laughs> comment, and subscribe. That's right. Hungover okay. theory. My, <laughs> mine, mine is I'm always confused by Cloud in Kingdom Hearts because every single one, not just the first one, but every single one, he seems to have like the same plot line, so to speak. He only shows up in the uh, Hercules and the, Olymp- Mount and the Olympus world in the Coliseum. He's always on some kind of weird, uh, I'm going to work with the bad guy, and then the bad guy betrays me because I'm trying to, to I'm not entirely sure what he's trying to obtain. Um, he's just emo about it the entire time. Like, just, no one can help me. The world is a dark and scary place. He drowned and, his dead girlfriend. That's why but, it, but, <laughs> but then he just walks off at the end, and I'm like, what? It's a dramatic what is your anime goal? exit. What is your goal? Well, I mean, if I recall correctly, I think Hades ends up trying to use both Cloud and Sephiroth at one point or another in Kingdom Hearts, so, you know. But again, like, there's no logic to it. Like, what is the goal? What is the purpose of having in there? Like, Eris and Le- and Leon, as they call him in there, all those characters, they make sense. They're there to, they, they provide information that furthers the plot line in Traverse Town, and, and they all seem to live in this world, like, copiously and everything and then you've got you just got like emo e- emo cloud rolling through the uh the coliseum for no particular reason at all it seems and and he's the only one that seems to be able to find his way there him and, and sephiroth like to, oh, to be fair, uh, i'm gonna go with fan service i think that's the answer yeah. Actually, to, be, to, to be fair I'll, I'll change that back he does have one purpose his goal is to find sephiroth that's it that's the only goal he ever states who's also sephiroth. in the coliseum yes He's but, not far from him. <laughs> like, I, if that's his goal, it's like, I got to find Sephiroth. Dude, he's, like, in the same world. <laughs> it just... Well, it's hard to find things when you're, like, you know, giant anime bangs are in your face. <laughs> not even the same world. They're in the same building. And it's like, yeah. nope, just nope. Because <laughs> how, many, how many screens is is uh, the Coliseum? Is like, three screens? In the yeah, there's, Kingdom like, Hearts? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. the outside outer courts, there's the inner like indoor area, and then there's the actual Coliseum. And that's that's it. So I don't I don't understand that. That just doesn't maybe he sees them in the in the stands and he's like, soon. I know I want to fight you, but unless it is in a legally qualified match that Phil has set up for us and Hercules has not beaten one of us out of yet. But soon. Soon I'm racing I'm racing my, my chocobo. Maybe one day he'll be a gold chocobo. 
and I can get Knights <laughs> of the Round to fight you in the Coliseum. That's right. Oh man. So all right. So Chris, um, why don't we mm. what we do? What we usually do? Why don't you talk a little bit about um, what was your experience with Kingdom Hearts? Did you was this something that you ended up playing like at the time of release, or is this something you came to later? So I, I you know what, this was released around what two thousand two, right? And yes, yeah, about. Were you not listening? Yeah, I, I was listening. I was paying attention. So I'm just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it came out. I think my friend got it. I didn't get Kingdom Hearts, the original Kingdom Hearts right off the bat. And if I did, I didn't play it that much because like I went back and played through it. I, I've been playing through it recently. I haven't made it all the way through, but I started playing a little bit. And I realized I haven't played this game. Um, So this was a new experience to me. So I was wondering, of course, I, I was, have no memory of this place. No. <laughs> so I was texting Shane. I was like. Wow, this game is a lot more garbage than I remember it. Um, jumping sucks. Uh, combat. I, f- I felt personally attacked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Combat's weird. Why is Waka so racist? Uh, <laughs> because, like, this is obviously not an Islander with an Islander access. Like, it's super, super obvious. And I was like, why do I Why do I have such, like, a connection to this game? And I realized it was Kingdom Hearts 2 was the one I played through. And even looking through, I was looking through my memory cards. I'm like, oh, I did beat Kingdom Hearts 2. But I never beat Kingdom Hearts 1. So my introduction, yeah, I, I did play Kingdom Hearts 1 because I remember the introduction where you're going through and you're picking, uh, you know, which which strengths and weaknesses uh, you're going to have throughout the game. Uh, I remember that very vividly. I remember that scene, you know, very vividly. And at the uh, opening island, I don't remember the name of the island, where uh, you have uh, Waka and Yuffie, not Yuffie, I'm sorry, uh, Selfie and uh, Titus and Riku and Kairi at the beginning. And I remember that vividly as well. Uh, but then I, I just believe think... that's the Destiny Islands. That's Destiny true. Island. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, something It's not like a that. heavy-handed name or anything. No, <laughs> I just remember, you know, it, it lasted very uh, shortly while I was getting mad at it in this Mario Kart-inspired music. And <laughs> I was like, why, why, why is this game controlling so terribly? It's not how I remembered it. But yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 is where I really got on board with the series. Uh, so I've been going through Kingdom Hearts 1 again. Uh, and like you said last week, the, the gameplay hasn't aged well, but what I've discovered, and it's much like any other RPG, at the beginning of the game, all the controls, uh, all the way you play it, is, is is jarringly difficult at the beginning. But as the game goes on, the game just naturally gets better for the way you play it. But that's how I got introduced to Kingdom Hearts. So on a scale of one to why does Roxas look like Ventus and how is he alive at the same time? Uh, on the confusion scale, uh, how bad was it playing Kingdom Hearts two without any foreknowledge of Kingdom Hearts one? Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a weeb, and back then I was a super weeb. So for some reason, I think I understood Kingdom Hearts two because I was up to speed on Kingdom Hearts one. I didn't really care about the plot. So everyone who talks about the plot of Kingdom Hearts is like, look, guys, when it comes to Kingdom Hearts, sometimes you got to treat it like pornography. The plot really doesn't matter. You just got to enjoy the ride and experience different things while you're watching it. So it's (laughs) one of those things you just got to do. I mean, you could have also used something like whose line is it anyway as an example also. But, you know, let's go with porn. I also love how porn is one of those things you just got to do. So (laughs) what about you, Shane? Um, Your first time playing it. And not Uh, porn. Not porn. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that we clarified that. Um. Yeah, I, I came to the series quite a bit later, actually. I think I mentioned it in my ranking um, uh, episode that we did last time, too, that 
if I recall correctly, I think my first real exposure to the Kingdom Hearts series was actually Union Cross. It was the mobile game. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't played any of the other titles before that, uh, honestly, because it seemed like a super weeb ass game that I was not going to be interested in. <laughs> and, um, and then I found out that I'm actually super into it. Uh, and I think Union Cross was like, was the, it was, it was a gateway drug. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then from there I went and like bought all of the, all of the actual games, the original ones too, not like the, the HD remakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I think I know the answer to this one, but what about you, Brianna? Where where did you come in on this confusing Xehanort train? Uh, mine was very equal to yours. Uh, I'd actually known about Kingdom Hearts for years now, but I'd only heard about it through my friends that were like obsessed with Disney, uh, and they would say offhand when I was like, "Oh yeah, I like to I like to play video games," or "I'm I like to do these kinds of things." They'd be like, "Oh, I know a video game." This one, it's great. It has Disney in it. And I was like, of course it does. That's exactly what you would say. Um, So I just avoided it for a really long time, thinking that it was going to be purely fan pandering to to Disney fans and stuff like that. Um, And it was Kingdom Hearts Union Cross when I started playing that about three years ago now. Yeah, about three years ago now. Um, Maybe three and a half. And... I really enjoyed the storyline uh, going through that. They had a bunch of other random things, which was really cool. For a mobile game, it was probably one of the better ones I, I'd ever played. And uh, I liked the storyline for that. And um, uh, as you know, uh, Shane, I, I pushed you to to get them because I was still playing through some of my own games. And I was like, why don't you... Uh, and I, also because about that same time, I was like, well, I'll try some of the other Disney games. And I got into like Epic Mickey and things like that. So... I said, why don't you play through the Kingdom Hearts ones? And I've enjoyed watching them. I can't say that I have played very uh, many of them. I've mostly, I, I go on YouTube and I'll like watch all of the cutscenes and everything, um, which I, I'm impressed with with the, the quality of the cutscenes uh, still, personally. I think that that didn't age, I think that personally aged not too badly. But the gameplay, it did not seem user-friendly as well. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's that's probably one of the biggest hang-ups of the the first game because yeah. while while it is by and large a a good action RPG, one one of the better ones, I think I would argue, but especially from that time, right? Well, at the time it was almost unprecedented, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, going back to it now, you can see that the controls are uh, pretty awkward. They're trying to cycle to use uh, items or or magic spells or things like that is really cumbersome, which thankfully they uh, remedied in future releases with some of the improvements to the interface. Um, I will say, though, that I think the other thing I would point out, even though I I am very much a big fan of the series and the first game um, in particular, too, uh, dialogue, not always the greatest. It's it's actually yeah. fairly stilted a lot of the time, and and this is also somewhat endemic of the time period too, because you have like a lot of PS2 era games and things like that, um, RPGs especially, because that's where you usually get a lot of cutscenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's you kind of saw that a lot, where you know trying to sync up uh, the voice actors' lines with the character models, and you end up with these like 
really awkward pauses that go for just like a half second too long or like a shot that hangs on like a character's face when it really should have cut away by now and it makes everybody in the room feel weird like that kind of thing yeah i I will say the voice acting in kingdom hearts is rather shit even though it has an (laughs) all-star cast uh Haley joe osmond does a fantastic job with sora no no real problems with sora Uh, i really don't think it does riku is garbage Riku is yeah. is horrendous in that game. I didn't care much for uh, Kyrie. I think this was before Heroes even came out when when Hayden Panettiere became a big name. Are you talking about their actual like the voice of them, or are we talking about like their character development? No, their their voice, the the, the voice okay. acting, that, how they're portrayed. Uh, Donald and Goofy, they they did a good job, but like even the characters in in the actual uh, worlds are extremely hit or miss. I, I, like I cringed with Genie, and there's there's good reason for that. Uh, but it was just very cringeworthy, and I have to say something that uh, something that Brianna was saying about how the the, the cutscenes are really hung up, uh, stood up. So I've been playing it on my PS2 uh, with uh, you know, I have uh, some uh, component cables and everything like that. And I play it on a CRT TV, and she's absolutely right. This game is still stunning uh, today, and we're talking about a game that's you know, holy crap, like 17 years old. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's still really good looking now that could be because i've been playing um <clears throat> final fantasy 9 prior to that um and you, know, you keep bringing that game up and i still don't know what it is I, yeah i i, I kind of figured that would be your answer um <laughs> i'm on disc two <laughs> so that means you're probably 12 hours into the game yeah you know give or take but um yeah the game the game is absolutely gorgeous to this day especially the cutscenes. so oh, my yeah. god have they held up yeah they really have I was I, I understand exactly what you're saying though about the cringiness. Um, one of the ones that I was excited to see, though I'm not, you know, a crazy Disney fan. I do love Disney, like I think pretty much everyone does. Um, and my favorite Disney film is Hercules, and so I was really excited to see Hades because he is by far, I think, one of the best villains. He's got that sassiness to him, and I just cringed. I just cringed for most of his lines. <laughs> Did so, James... I mean, fun fact, you realize that that actually was James Woods. Yeah, that's what right? I asked. Oh, oh no. I, but for him, okay, here's the thing I would say with this one. It's not as much, for me, it's not as much the voice acting. It's the script itself. The dialogue is, is shit. Yeah. The well, so that's the thing is, is I, I was going to say that when we were talking about Riku, that, that while the the voice actor's delivery may not have been the best. Uh, it also comes down to what an actor is given to work with too. Yeah. And, and frankly, the, the dialogue is pretty much hot. <laughs> it garbage. was not much. <laughs> and Riku anyway, I, I think I said this in the previous episode when I was doing my rankings, but Riku as a character is terrible up until like much later in the series. Like he's, one he's one dimensional he's really flat yeah. like and so all of his line deliveries are also like you know equivocally fa- flat it's just yeah. and he's a and he's a bell end yes also that i have to ask what is that <laughs> a bell end the end of a bell that's not right yeah so <laughs> on that note villain? a beautiful villain is that right no N- no just just picture no. what a bell what 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 a bell would oh, look wait, like no, at the end of something the end else of a bell. yeah a bell no Picture what a bell looks like and then take that and put that on something else where that would make a, um, a derogatory joke. It's a euphemism for a dick. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, on that note, um, 
we're uh, we're getting close to about time, so let's go. Let's do a quick roundtable and um, talk quickly about uh, whether or not we feel like this is something that someone can come to today. I think we've kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and start since I'm the one that brought it up. Um, I I absolutely think that this is something that someone could pick up and play today, um, whether it's the original PS2 version. Uh, of course, that does come with the uh, few caveats that we mentioned that, yes, you are going to have to get, you know, used to some kludgy controls and maybe some stilted dialogue. But overall, the experience should be a positive one. Um, and furthermore, if you really wanted to see this in all of its glory, then I would definitely say try and go pick up uh, the 1.5 remix of it because that's going to be the hd remaster and it makes it look even more amazing so uh, my answer is definitely yes dude if you can find story so far that's impossible to get your hands on unless you want to spend like a hundred dollars on ebay wow that's true yeah all right who wants to go next so i'll get to uh whether it holds up today before we get to brianna and whether it holds up today and i will say uh sure it kind of does like i said i've been going through it now it's extremely frustrating in the beginning because it is a little bit of a throwback. It forces you to platform, and the game is not a platformer in any sense. It is a press X, 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 L1, map button to cure, and then repeatedly press X again. So essentially, you're getting what people criticize turn-based RPGs back in the day for, except it's an action RPG. If that's your thing, by all means, it's very flashy, it's very stylish. Uh, the game does get better as you go on, as you get more spells and more abilities, like the ability to high jump, the ability to glide. Uh, all those things just make the game play a lot more fluid, which would have helped the game if it had gotten to it earlier. Uh, but you have the opportunity to play it. Sure, play it, because the good thing about Kingdom Hearts is it doesn't get its head stuck so far up its ass that you got to worry about the plot. And that's the best thing about the original Kingdom Hearts, is it's super non-pretentious. Um, up until the very end when you get the secret story ending movie and then it starts to get a little bit stupid but beyond that it is a very good game uh, that you know everyone should enjoy and uh, I will say one thing that I meant to bring up I'll just make it really quick is the fact that they wanted a Disney character to be the main protagonist but then you get to Disney Infinity and you can't move Disney characters between worlds so they don't interrupt each other's intellectual property which is extremely interesting to me, but you know what can you do? It's Disney, and they're batshit crazy. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Well, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I think I'd have to side more with Shane on this one, and, and and both of you guys were saying like I think it holds up, but I do think that 1.5 would be the better one because that avoids a lot of the the shitty control type issues that you would have. But the storyline. I personally think that it's not bad. The dialogue's not the greatest, but the storyline itself and, and the visuals are amazing. Uh, about halfway through, it starts getting a little bit weird. And at, like Chris said, at the end, it gets um kind of batshit crazy. Um, but Yeah, I was going to say, like, you, you waited till you were talking about the secret video for it to get weird. Like, you didn't think that when we had to fight, like, the Xehanort meat boat. Yeah. As I say, like it, it gets batshit crazy. Tor, when we start, <laughs> when Xehanort comes into the picture and we actually meet him, it's like, ah, uh, oh, is okay. meat boat another euphemism? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the beef raft. 
I wish. I wish it was. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think it holds up well. Uh, uh, holds up well today, and I think that if you're going to jump into Kingdom Hearts, if you're going to um, follow the storyline, you need to at least watch. Like you can watch it on YouTube, the cutscenes and stuff like that. Watch the storyline, or play through it, or something like that, because otherwise. As Shane was saying earlier to Chris, it's it, it just gets batshit crazy after that because you cannot make sense of a lot of the things if you haven't seen certain plot devices like Sora getting split into like a nobody and a, well technically does you don't see the nobody at that one but the heartless and everything like that you can't really understand if we can call it understanding that in the future. Uh, Which is always fun to think about, too, because um, when people were playing this game for the very first time when it came out, there was no context for that. So everyone was just totally fucking confused. Like I said, once once Kyrie comes back and you have that fight with Rico, everything just starts going downhill as far as storyline goes. But let's do But outside of that, it's a it's a pretty, uh, pretty competent and enjoyable uh, action hack and slash with uh, Mm -hmm. a bunch of Disney characters. So you kind of can't go wrong there. Yeah, and no. it is kind of fun that you get to play because um, you can. I believe it was was it one double check me on this one, but it was one that you could also um, change out and get rid of either Donald or Goofy and bring in whoever it was from that world, right? Yes, yes, that's right. So like, I, I don't know. I found that really like that. Would, that's really fun for me because like it's like oh, you get to be Hercules or be the Beast or and that kind of a thing. And so it was, and I, I was more like oh hey, I get to get rid of fucking Donald. <laughs> We're all thinking that this episode, Shane. Don't worry. <laughs> so, but it yeah. hurts. It hurts, Chris. <laughs> oh. We're not really. We love you, Shane. We do. All right. Well, with that, uh, I think we're probably going to wrap this one up. I think uh, good job, team. I think it was a good episode. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Yeah. And um, so, as we are usually want to do, we can put it out there that um, if you want to get in touch with us and uh, provide any feedback or you know, let us know about some topics that you would like to hear us discuss in future episodes. Um, there is a myriad of ways that you can do that. We are basically on every social platform, um, although I might suggest Instagram as your best avenue for getting in touch. Um, outside of that, we do, of course, have the Facebook page. And um, if you are of a, uh, a slightly older school persuasion, you could send an email to podcast at retrohangover.com. And... Um, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this one over to you um, for some of our shout outs. Uh, so shout outs, uh, as always, you know we're gonna shout out uh, super fan Sam because the obligatory thing. I haven't seen you post as much, Sam. So these shout outs are gonna stop. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you've you've always been there. So uh, it's uh, a threat. Yeah, yeah. No more shout outs on a podcast. Um, which could be a big deal one day, but you know we still love you. Any case, um, uh, uh nerd trainer is uh yes. you know him following us uh the shadow that you uh pertain to last week uh still commenting our stuff so it's always great to have people listen to this podcast and, and continuing to follow up that's awesome uh you also do a good great job on your podcast as well so appreciate it and next week uh we are going to potentially have another special guest uh Ooh. talking about that's some right. game boy games and uh with a particular franchise in mind it might be mega man it might not be mega man but it's probably going to be Mega Man. But <laughs> we will discuss that next week. And uh, you know what? Uh, always are, great time. Are you team? Uh, are you team Robotnik or team Eggman? What? Yes. 
Team Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim, what? <laughs> yes, Team Jim Carrey. Great. It's a great note to end it on. I know, right? That's the thing. Is like, listen, man, we're 50-50 on whether or not we end these things in a graceful way or if it just goes down in flames. So I flames. feel like this one. Yeah, mostly flames. So yeah. until next time. Graceful flames. Graceful flames.